Hey, y'all. I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? <laughs> and that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, she's stoned. <laughs> I feel like I'm just not in a great headspace. Why not? I don't know. I just feel kind of sad. I know. You've been bored. You think that's what it is? I don't know. Why are you sad? Let's talk about it. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I, I feel like we could talk about it with the stoners because like, I, like I am really, really happy, but I think mm-hmm. like everybody knows I really struggle with anxiety and right. if I talk about too much, I'll start crying. So I, need that. I, I just feel really anxious and like, I think it's because everything's really good. Like I'm getting sad already. No, we don't need to get sad. Yeah. When I see Brandy, it makes me emotional. Why? Because I, I never just really let my feelings out. But then I see Brandy and I just do. But it's just like, I just feel like things are perfect, like really, really good. And okay, you're scared for them to become unperfect. Yes. Okay. Let's have some therapy, shall we? Here's the thing. Life, and this is what I've learned in my 36 years, life is just ups and downs until it's over. And there's nothing you can do about it. There is no peak that you're going to reach where it never gets bad again. And there's never, ever going to be a valley that's so low, you're never going to come out of it. Not true. So the extremes, like the people that are so sad and can't, you know, they just think they've hit rock bottom and never going to come back up. Not true because life is ups and downs and that's all it is. Like what, when you go down, you're eventually going to come up. And when you go up, you're eventually going to come down. No, you don't have any control over it. So you might as well enjoy it while it's good and just let go of this control you have over wanting it to remain perfect because it's not gonna. And the vet and like life is ups and downs and you just got to ride it. You got to ride it and you're fully capable of riding it because look where you were and where you're at now. So you have all the tools you need to ride the roller coaster of life. And I think you just got to accept like there's peaks and valleys and you're on a peak and you need to enjoy it, not let like the fear of losing it take away from it. I know. It's so hard to do. And it gives me such, it gives me so much anxiety. But you can do it. You think? I know. And I keep thinking now why things are really good, that maybe it's a really good time to work on myself. And not placing so much of my happiness on other people. Well, you can't because everybody's human and everyone's going to disappoint you at certain times. And I don't know. I am all about like not giving things so much power that they can destroy me. Right. Like no one deserves that. Not even not my precious little Azzy girl angel that's sitting here next to me. Like you just can't give things that that kind of power because at the end of the day you're in control of your happiness and you are the only person that's that you can control like you can't control other people you can't control fate you can't control what's going to happen but you can control yourself and your emotions and your decisions and I think that's what you give power to you got to give power to yourself and not all these other things because like I said life's ups and downs and that you just you, there's no way you're ever gonna have control of all that so like why waste life freaking out about not having control and you're never going to have it. So the things you can control, that's what you give power to, which is you. (sighs) How do you even do that? I'm going to talk to Eamon. That would be good. 
Yeah. I feel like Dr. Amy's very good at giving like practical exercises you can do to help like get there. Yeah, he is. He really is. I just feel like I am just like, I'm strong in a lot of ways, like a lot. But I just have uh-huh. this, that one weakness of putting my happiness into other people. Yeah. And I think, I think the majority of people do that. I'm, I've done it before in the past, for sure, especially like in relationships. I think everybody does that to an extent. Yeah. But here, here's what I think, too. I think, and I've said this for years for you, it's like, what actually makes you happy? Like, it's easy to say, well, Dom, or well, my kids, or like, whatever. But what is it about Dom that makes you so happy? What is it about your kids that makes you so happy? I think if you find the root of what truly makes you happy, you're going to have a better roadmap of like where to go from here. Because I feel like you're kind of in this weird interim place in life where like, you know, you're, you're career wise, like you fucking killed it, right? You've done like, not to say you can't do more, but like, it's not like you're some 30 year old that's still trying to prove right. themselves and still trying to climb the ladder. You're done with that, right? Yeah. You love life. You found the love of your life. You married him. He's living with you. Things are great. You've done that. So you're not like striving there. And you're just kind of at this like teetering at this weird place. And you have the luxury of spending your time here on out doing exactly what it is you love to do. And you need to figure out what that is. Anterior design. I do. I do think that the for, uh, that's like the number one thing I think of for you. So I think you need to find a way to be able to do that more. Because that is truly, I think, when you are that you're happiest. Me too. I was thinking it the other day, like, when am I actually not anxious and in my head and actually really enjoying myself? Like, if I'm really, truly enjoying something, what is that? And it's always working on my house or working on someone else's house or looking at, yes, you know, it well, you, you love a project interiors love a project yes love a project and so I think okay so let's look at that like for me it's horses right but like what is it about the horses that makes me so happy what is it about the horses that like drives that for me and I think you can look at interior design like that too it's like what is it about interior design that makes me so happy because you really have to dial into like the actual minute thing that drives that happiness to be able to figure out what it is you need to do with it right it's easy to say like well i love interior design i'm just gonna decorate houses more okay well what, what does that look like what is it about interior design that you really love is it the project because if it's the project that's easy you i think you should try to maybe partner with somebody that's gonna do more of the logistics stuff with the interior design or you can just come in and just be creative because i feel like that's yep. actually what makes you happy is like it is. a project and be, being able to be creative yep yeah yep. well maybe because it gives you a future purpose. we'll see it does i I think, yeah, and I think everybody needs that. Everybody needs something that gets them out of bed in the morning. Like if you wake up and don't have anything going on, no goals to reach, no lists to check off, like everybody needs that. And like, it looks like, you know, some people love a to-do list and love like having like things to check off the list or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. But I think like for me with the horses, it's really not the showing. It's really not the compete. It's really none of, it's not that exactly that I love so much. It's the setting the goals, reaching them, getting somewhere together with the horse, right? Like something to work on. Like everybody yes. just needs something to work on. Totally. I agree with that. And the good thing is, is like Hope Town is throbbing. And I actually do love that. I love, find, I love being creative and finding stories that, you know, that I want to tell and that I actually do love as well. Here's the hard thing about Hopetown though. You're only in so much control of what Hopetown can do because totally. well, after a certain point, it's yep. up to the studio. 
and yep. you can't control what the studio is going to do. You can't control what the union's going to do. So I think you ought to find something you can control, right? And if yeah, you have your own right. little interior design business, you're in control. Yep. People should pay me for this kind of therapy. It's true. <laughs> well, on to more shallow topics. I have cruised through Love is, Love is Blind season five. Well, don't tell me because I don't know crap <gasps> yet. You told me to watch it. I know. I, I watched the first episode and then I accidentally watched like the fifth with Miley. But I need to watch all the in-between. Oh, my God. I was sitting here thinking you've seen it all. No, but we uh, could talk about we could talk about the couples. Well, let's talk about it. But, but now I know so much because I... I'm through the point where they've been to Mexico on their little vacay. And now they're all back in Houston. Only one of the couples didn't make it. Oh, shoot. I won't I won't spoil who, but only two are walking down the aisle. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. But honestly, that makes me really happy because it seems more legit. Then, like, they're all going to make matches and walk down the aisle, you know? True, true. Um, I do think this season is really good. At first, I was skeptical. Like, the first episode, I, like, wasn't sure. But there's a lot of drama that makes it very juicy this year. I can't wait to watch. I'm going to do that tonight. Well, who are your some of your faves? Like, who's a couple of your favorite guys and a couple of your favorite girls? I just got stoned and now I can't remember their names or what oh, they look like. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, here oh. We go. The one that I watched out of order was yeah. the blonde girl that was with the. There's two blonde girls. Is it was he a cowboy or, or something? Okay, so Taylor. He's not a cowboy. What was he? He's like a firefighter or something, right? A He's firefighter. Like a, yeah. Some... yeah, yeah, yeah. He is nuts. You think? Yes. Why do you think that? He cannot be telling her not to wear makeup. Oh, so you saw that episode. That's like that is ridiculous. I just uh-huh. do not like that at all. And I mean, I don't even know what he was thinking because she is so freaking cute and really so liked cute. him. And I'm sorry. I mean, he's a firefighter. That's all I'll say. That's great. But like, she is a cute little catch. And the fact that he was saying all that stuff with her was so hurtful. And you know what? I think he really, like, he, I thought at the end he really wanted to work it out. And she said, hell to the no, see ya. See, that's the kind of balls I want. <laughs> she did. I mean, here's the thing, is this whole pod situation, it can only it can only work so many times. Like, there's always gonna be a couple or two where things are great when you're just talking and then you get in person and it's just not the same like I I feel I feel that way about like trying to date over an app or the phone like talking to somebody on the phone is easy you can pretend to be whoever you want to be and then you meet in real life and things are different I know yeah no and physical traction is important and if it's not there when you see that person I do think that's a problem me too. But I also think, th- I think you initially need to have a, some level of attraction to somebody, but I also think people mm-hmm. can get more attractive as you get to know them. I do, I do think that. Yeah, I really do. From experience. I think that. Mm-hmm. But I, but there has to be some sort of initial yeah, attraction for sure for that to even like go anywhere. Right. 
Exactly. But anyway, so, but I need to watch the rest of it. But I have been like, what? what? (laughs) I was going to say episode five is, I think there's only like six or seven out. But I didn't see two, three, and four. Got it. Yeah. I only saw the first one and the fifth one because Molly was watching it. And so I came over and she was like, Mom, you have to see this. And so I started watching it, (laughs) even though I knew I shouldn't. You definitely have to at least watch like the last pod episode where they're still in those pods because a lot of drama goes down between two of the girls over one of the guys. And it's juicy. Who's it over? I, you want me to spoil I'm it? I'm okay to know. I don't care. I'll still go back and watch it. All right. Well, spoiler alert if listeners don't want to be spoiled. But it's, um, oh, God, I'm blanking on the girl. I know which God's going to be. Is it Izzy? That's his name. No, it's not. It's Uche. Oh. And his, what? what's his woman's name? I can't remember. But, okay, so the other girl, the Puerto Rican, I mean, she honestly, Lydia. it was... It was too much. Too much. Well, it's about to get more, so just prepare yourself. But he was he was trying to tell her uh, over on the first or second episode, I think it had to be the first, that he had feelings for others more than her. Yeah. A couple of guys told her that. Izzy also told her that. She was really yeah, into Izzy in the very beginning. I but know. basically what's going to what's going to happen is they're going to show you some footage on like episode 5 that was from the very beginning that they never showed in the beginning and they're going to show it to you in episode 5 and it's going to explain a lot and it's going to bring up some drama. So, buckle up. You got to watch that. Love that. Uh-huh. All right, stoners, y'all know I got a lot from Tizzle here in the DNA department. Well, that includes thinning hair. Thank you so much, mother. Uh, I know. I've literally dealt with thinning hair my entire life. Same. And one of the biggest things that I noticed is once I started having kids, Mm. there was so much shedding of hair. It made me absolutely crazy. So when I heard about Nutrafol, I was so excited. Totally. So if you guys aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I have personally been taking Nutrafol for years now. I'm a big, big fan of it. And I think it's so important to address the root causes with the supplement so that you're really targeting, you know, the cause that's in like within instead of treating it purely from the outside with hair products. And for us older ladies, one of the biggest causes of thinning is menopause. Their supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve through a woman's life. Yep. They have a few different supplement options. So if you're not sure which one's right for you, you can take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code STONED. 
I love Love is Blonde. I think it's mm-hmm. amazing. It's it's my favorite yeah. dating show for sure. Really? Wow. Oh, for I still a love million too hot percent. To handle. I've never seen that one. Thank God. It's so and it's I, so insane. I do love Paradise. I love Paradise. Yeah. Did you watch it's the really good. season premiere? I haven't. I can't wait to watch it. You gotta watch. What about Golden Bachelor? Have you watched that? Nope, but I hear it's great. You d- really I haven't seen it. Yeah, somebody just said okay. to me yesterday, I think my friend Susie, you have to watch Golden Bachelor. All right, it's so good. Why did we not make Susie go on that show? I begged. I was like, we she would have Susie crushed. crushed. She is a she catch. should be the she should be the bachelorette if they do a golden bachelorette. Totally. That would be totally. the best TV. Can we she make is that incredible. happen? She is a total catch. She is incredible. She is beautiful. Incredible. She's smart. She's so mm-hmm. freaking funny. She mm-hmm. like is so like she's almost 60 and so athletic. Athletic, I mean, active, social, outdoorsy. So dresses so chic. Like she's uh, everything. She literally is the absolute total package. She really she is. Really they is. should make her the Golden Bachelorette. We got to put, we got to make this happen. Yeah, for sure. She is so good. Yeah. She reminds me of Ralph, a Ralph Lauren model. Like, she's totally. just too good. So anyway, go Seuss. Not that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got to make it happen somehow. I know. Um, so what else you been watching? Um, That's really, I mean, I binged it. When I tell you that's all I've watched in two days. I mean, I binged the heck out of it. Um, I'm excited because t- tomorrow a new episode of Morning Show comes out and I'm hooked on that um but oh okay well we let's let's chat about it i said i did, couldn't get through season two i went back to the middle of season two and started it i don't know what i was thinking it's actually incredible i love I'm, it i loved it and season three is so good yeah i'm obsessed i, know. So I love it so much when's our next episode out tomorrow uh wednesdays it's out wednesdays yeah i cannot wait and then it's i super started good. um Another old show, but I just started because of Brandy. Not the documentary, but the series, The Staircase. How good is it? It is honestly hard to watch. I know, but it's good. It is so hard to watch, and I'm not completely finished with it. But it's another example, too, is like in Tony Collette's character. Like just like dealing with stupid men that you should have left so long ago i mean this Mm -hmm. the warning signs were everywhere and i just like cannot even believe that like i can and i can't like this man is just so beyond horrible yep and we can't tell too much because it will give it away but i'm sorry don't be married forever Oh, Surely well, everybody he has seen literally it. is married to her and is actually, they call him bisexual, but I feel like he's just, he's gay. Like he, that's the top of sexual thing, preference he likes. But anyway, just like, uh, so I just can't even, I, it's hard to watch because I just like, why did you not leave him so long ago? He is such a loser. And then she is, she's the one that's dead and leaves her 
her poor children. And it's just like awful. But I will say mm-hmm. the acting in it is insane. Yeah, it's very good. It is great so show. good. And honestly, the acting in the morning show as well. Billy Credit Is that how you say his name? Yeah, I like him a lot. He is a genius in it. It is one of mm-hmm. my per- favorite performances from like I- I've seen in a long time. He is wow. so, so freaking good because I think he is right on the money is how of how those corporations work. And he is just he's so good in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. So anyway, that's what I've been doing. Nice. All right. Um, there's a Netflix movie that just came out that Justin Timberlake is in that I'm dying to watch. So hopefully this week I can watch that one. I've heard great things. What is it? Um, look it up. It's supposed to be like a thriller, like a dark. Is it on HBO Max maybe or no? Uh, no, it's Netflix. Oh, Netflix. It's called Reptile is the name of it. Yeah, everyone's saying his um his performance is awesome. So I'm excited about that. Um, have you seen The Spear in Las Vegas? Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's everywhere. Like it is literally so sick. I mean, I don't even understand. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. We have got I mean, to is, go see a show there. Is it only for music shows? I don't know, actually. It's a good question. I'll find out because I got, you know, I got my Vegas contacts. But I remember last time I was there, I saw it from my hotel window and I was like, what is that? And people were saying, no, it's this new venue or whatever. And I was looking at it thinking like venue, like how do they fit people in there? Like, I don't know. It's just it from the outside. It looks very strange. But all the videos I saw from U2's performance, like on opening night, look absolutely freaking insane. It looks amazing. I'm wondering if it could make you nauseous, like <laughs> that it looked. Oh, I bet for know. sure. And I was stoned when I saw it. And I, I, all I could think about was that I felt like I was in Silo, that movie, that TV show. Ooh. It didn't it it feel like that. Like so sick to go see a movie in there. Brian, I was literally thinking like. It was almost like you wanted to try to walk out into what like it was mm-hmm. crazy. And I was like, ooh, yeah. this feels like Silo. Yeah, it totally does, actually. From what it looks like, it looks like the seats are in such a steep angle that if you were up super high, it kind of seems like you could get like like motion sick. Like That's what like, I was From thinking. looking down. Yeah, that I don't know that I'd love to be like super high up, but I don't know. It's so cool. I would give anything for my sister to perform there. <sighs> <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Can we make that happen? I mean, that would just, I mean, that wouldn't just be all my dreams to come true. <laughs> I know. Uh, so there was somebody on Twitter that, like, everyone's talking about this place. And so uh, there was something on Twitter that was like, um, like, tell us who you want to see perform at the Sphere in Las Vegas. And I wanted to say, my sister. Yes, <laughs> yes more than anything in the whole world. <laughs> um, but it would be sickening. Maybe we dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. So anyway, fun. I was like obsessing over that this week and I I can't wait till they release a schedule for who's going to play there because you could do some really cool stuff with the visuals. Yep. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to talk about this week. Oh, I feel like I've done a lot of things. Like, um, could you call it self-care? I guess I've done a lot of things this week. So for the first when time. When are you doing that? Well, for the I've told you I for the first time ever I went to the dermatologist like 
I've never been to a dermatologist mm. and she got like a skin check and um, she took like three things off my back, froze a bunch of things on my arms. It was so crazy um, and nothing like to be scared of, like she didn't find anything that I should be scared of, but like, you know, just things that were just to be precautious. But I just thought it was a good opportunity to encourage the stoners that if you guys have never been and you're my age, um, that you should go because it's just good to get checked and, you know, I'm going to go do that as well. I thought you meant self-care like facials and Botox or something like that. Well, so I did the derm- dermatologist. And then a couple of days later, I went to Silk, this place in Nashville I go to for my Botox and stuff. And I got a microneedling treatment, which I think I've talked about microneedling on here before because I love it. And so it's actually the Vivace treatment, which you've done because we went and did that together. Yeah, they came out with a brand new machine. So it's like a level up of this microneedling and it's called Vivace Ultra. And what's super cool about I'm like such a nerd about all this because I've done it for so long. um, And I'm so into it. But basically, um, microneedling this this Vivace microneedling is it's the needling, but it's also coupled with radio frequency microneedling. So it like heat. Yeah. Can you also do um, like stem cells with it? Yes, they can pull your blood and not stem cells, but PRP, which, you know me, I'm such a wuss that I always decline that. <laughs> um, what's the difference in that and stem cells? I only I'm really knowledgeable on like these two things with horses, because that's what I deal with mostly. But stem cells is like a level up from that and stem cells that they can get them from you. But it's a pretty invasive procedure from what I understand. So if you're doing stem cells, that usually comes from like umbilical cords from babies or something like they usually harvest that somehow from some from other humans um, versus PRP is your own stuff. So okay, I kind of like the idea of the PRP better. So a very, very like, like acclaimed doctor told me that absolutely the micro needling with stem cells absolutely can reverse aging in a huge way. If you are consistent and you do the micro needling with the stem cells, that you will see huge mm-hmm. change. And because also he, you know, doesn't love that we put botulism in our faces. He says I it's know. absolutely well, who, nobody insane. Because he is not a plastic surgeon. He's, he's an actual, like, doctor um, who is, like, curing people of, like, serious illnesses. And he was just like, it may not affect you, but you're putting poison. Even if it's not in your vein, you're putting poison into your body. And the Mm -hmm. fact that you atrophy this muscle so much that eventually it will just atrophy as we age. Um, So anyway, he wasn't, he wasn't loving the whole Botox thing. So he was just saying, but I promise you, if you are consistent and you do the microneeding with stem cells, you will Mm -hmm. get that effect. Interesting. Um, I'll have to ask Jen about the stem cells. Yeah. But what's so what I just real quick to tie that up. What's cool about the new Vivace Ultra that I really liked is they've incorporated an ultrasound aspect to it, which is why they're calling it ultra. So they ultrasound your face first to measure the depth of your skin. So they know exactly what depth to put these needles and stuff so that it's getting to the right layer of your skin to work. How cool is that? Sickening. Game changer. I do think my I do think because I don't do anything. I don't do any lasers at all. I've never done a laser. 
No, me neither. I don't like lasers. Mm -hmm. I just like all that stuff freaks me, but I do think microneedling is the key. And I honestly Mm -hmm. should start doing it in my hair line because... She kind of did my hair line this time. Yeah. I think it's good for hair growth. Me too. Yeah. She also says she does a lot of scars. And, you know, I have the one on my arm that actually looks really, really good. But she did my arm, my scar. Yeah. She did my scar and said that she does a lot of patients with like dark scarring and that it actually really helps that a lot too. Wow. Well, great. Okay. Well, so, cause I was going to say, I have also been doing some self-care, but mine's been horrible crap. I went to the gano which I absolutely Ugh. despise, but everything came back great. It came back perfect. And so then I was just like, I did say, thank you, Jesus, for like allowing me to be able to have health care and go to the doctor. Like I'm trying to, instead of being like, I have to go to the doc- doctor, just be grateful that I can. <sighs> so now I, have to get, now I have to go get my mammogram and do a physical at Ooh. my doctor because I do it once a year. When they squish your boobs, especially now that I I've have never done it, I'm scared. Ev- I've all, I had a breast reduction, so now I have pretty small boobs. Is Holy it worse? crap, it hurt. Yes, it's horrible. Like, it just Worse hurt. with yes, small I, boobs? Oh, no. I think so, because they get it all up in there and squish it in the mammogram machine. It's crazy. There <sighs> so has to, to be that. a better way to do that. I actually am going to talk to my doctor about this because you know that new, there's a couple of new machines that you can get in and do full body scans, and they are not radiation. And it detects mm. cancer from a very early stage. And it says, including breasts and all, all this. And so, like, here's a freaking thing about our freaking country. Most people can't afford it because the insurance won't pay for it. Well, which is yeah. freaking stupid. So we're going to go pay to get a mammogram who, like, ugh, this just makes me angry. I'm not an, well enough educated to be, like, a political and really discuss it. Um, but, but I do know that it's screwed up. That are, there are people that cannot get health care. Like, it's not okay. I know. <sighs> but this is called, let me look it up, because I would like to do it, even though it seems a little scary. Let's see, P. Pranuvo. And it is a proactive MRI scan with no radiation. And it scans the whole body and can detect cancer as early as like stage one. And wow. so it's pretty incredible. What's the girl's name? Mario Ma. She did it and they found a spot on her pancreas. It completely saved her life. No. Yes. I don't know how you pronounce it. Mario Menunos. Oh, Maria Menunos. Yeah. Yes. I know her. She absolutely had that done. They found a spot on her, I think it was her over or her pancreas. And it literally saved her life because pancreatic cancer is so hard to detect. And so, and by the time mm. you do, usually it's too late. It's like one of the worst cancers you can get. And it found it early and saved her life completely. So my wow. thing is, is why do we not have, in, why does insurance not pay for this? Like instead of at letting people get sick and then they help, and then anyway, it's just Because they make more money when you go through chemo. I know it's so horrible. But anyway, so I'm doing all those fun things these next two Got weeks. It. Well, we need to get into some DRMTs because I'm going to have to leave shortly to go to my event. Okay. Okay, perfect. So DRMT it is. 
Mama T and Brandy. I'm calling, my name's Riley. I'm calling from the Central Valley of California. Lovely. I am calling with a design question. I, we are moving into a, a rental house and we kind of get to do some picture ups on it as part of like our rental deal. And the main bathroom is like a very old school with like red tiles like everywhere. I mean, it's like halfway up the wall, the entire walk-in shower is like all the same red tile. Kind of one of those like the bathtub's red, um, that kind of vibe. It's like a little creepy. I'm wondering if you guys have any design feedback that isn't us like ripping out the tiles that we can maybe do to make it lighter and brighter and more modern. Um, it's very, it's creepy. It's like, it just makes the whole space smaller and it's really obviously not my vibe. It'd be really cool if it was like blue tile or a lighter color, but it is like a dark red. Um, and yeah, any suggestions you guys have are greatly appreciated. Thank you. I totally get the creepy vibes. It sounds like a horror movie setup. I know. She yeah. said it was a small bathroom, right? Yeah. And she did say that they're allowed to rip the tiles out. I mean, it sounds like that's what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Did she say they're on the walls and everywhere? She didn't say, but she said everything was red, like that even the bathtub was painted red. But you can paint <sighs> bathtubs. Yeah, easy. Right? Yeah, yeah you can. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. They need to paint the bathtub white for sure. For sure. Uh-huh. But for t- like for tiles, I feel like ripping them out is the easy part, but then retiling is a whole thing. Could she rip them out and do uh like the stick on tile? Well, I was thinking I'm wondering if something you I wonder if they had if you could stick it on over the tile that's there. Maybe. I don't know. It sounds hard. I mean, ideally, you could just rip that floor out. And since it's a small bathroom, it wouldn't take a lot to do. And so it wouldn't be very expensive. But I just have seen quite a few uh, things on TikTok, people painting tile. And I think there's a certain, like, there's certain paint to paint over tile. And it looked Mm -hmm. really, really good. So that's another option. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. And then if there's like just paint on the walls, you could wallpaper over it. That would be like an easy, like a lot of people do this, like the easy stick on wallpaper. That could be like an easy solution to get rid of that. Paint the tub, stick on some tile. Uh, Yeah, I think painting the tub white is the very first thing. Mm -hmm. I also, my friend Chelsea just redid her kitchen, but like did it with things like stick on tile and easy things. And she had like a really ugly laminate floor and she got these like click together pieces of black and white floor tiling and put them over her laminate and it looks so good. And you could do something like that in the bathroom. I think black and white floor in the bathroom is cool. That's really cool. I can't believe she did that over her whole entire floor. Yeah, she was like, it's not a permanent solution, but for, she was like, I just can't look at the freaking laminate anymore. So that's awesome. I feel like there is so many things like that that you can find now to really mm-hmm. do like high end things in a really inexpensive way. Hi, Jess and Brandy. It's from Wisconsin. What you guys think of picture walls? Is that still a thing or is that in the past? Um, or do you recommend like, all kinds of small little frames, like mismatched frames, or do you recommend like 
a couple big ones together. I just don't know what to do in my living room when I'm trying to, like, redecorate it. Um, I'm debating on, like, getting some sort of picture wall because I have a couple kids that I want to put up there or if I should just get some shelves and um, put pictures on the shelves instead. Um, let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. I love I love both options. Um, and also, we can absolutely put up some inspo pics for that because I've also seen where people have put the long. Um, I should get a commission on these lac shelves on um, IKEA. You really should because what I love about them is they're so cheap and they're like seventy two inches long. And I've seen people stack three of them and just fill them with uh, black and white picture frames, and it looks so cool. That's cool. But I mm -hmm. also love a gallery wall with some, you know, all different kinds of frames. Like you Me can too. go from big to medium to small. You can just mix them all up. I love adding objects in a gallery wall where it can be a lot of family pictures and a mirror and, a, and an object and just really mix it up. But I absolutely love a gallery wall. So I'll try to find some inspo pics and put up. Yeah, I also have a, I have a huge bonus room. And mm. on one of the walls, I have three huge pictures of horses that I took when I was in Iceland. And I also like that big statement of like three giant photos on a Love wall that. too. So I can post a picture of that um, this week. And so you can kind of see that too, because that's kind of a cool idea also. I love that in your house. It looks so good. Yeah, same Z's. Cute. Yep. Hi, my name is Kara, and I'm calling from California. I love you two so much, and I've been listening to you for like two years now. Um, I just wanted to start off and say thank you for always brightening my days, and congrats to on the wedding. That's super exciting. Um, I love hearing what you're watching, and now I'm super obsessed with the Virgin River, so thanks for the rec. I've recently become a big reader thanks to the Libby Library app, and so I'm curious to know if there are any books that you've read that have either changed your life or perspective on something that you would encourage us to read. Love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much. Oh. Bye. A lot of California stoners this week. I uh, know. I love it. Okay. So those people that call in and say those things <laughs> just make my day because I just, I love our community. I think it's so cute. It is so cute. Anyway, I love to read, but unfortunately, um, at like, I'm into, I've, you know what? I don't know. I just love love. <laughs> I do. Why? I just think I am a very, I don't know. I love romance. I just do. Oh, geez. And, You're so um, crazy. I just do. So I read still like books like that. <laughs> uh -huh. Like, but I also like a thriller in there. You know, like, I, mm -hmm. Mother, you love to escape reality, not read things that help you deal with it. I know. That's your problem. That is my problem. I know. I There was a time where I was like really into, I hate to call them self-help books, but you know, yeah, that's you what were. they are. I, and I still love a, love a, like a, I hate oh, calling it self-help You book, know but my like, favorite, my very favorite one, if, if it is, then she was looking for that, is The Untethered Soul. Oh, that is a good one. It is so is good, good and it taught me so much. And you know what? I need to go back and read that because it is exactly what you said to me. It's knowing that your brain 
that you're talking to yourself at all times. And most of the mm-hmm. things that you're saying to yourself is not kind. <laughs> right. That's true. And Kinda it's like changing that, that. Yeah. Mm, interesting. It's been a while since I've read stuff like this, but I would say an easy one to start with is, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Brene Brown, but um, she is an incredible like motivational speaker and just, I'm just obsessed with her. I just think she's fantastic. And she's got several books. The one I read that I really loved is called Braving the Wilderness. She's just so incredible. I I would recommend, she's got a... um a live show, I guess, on Netflix where they recorded one of uh, like a somewhere where she was doing like public speaking or whatever on a topic. And mm-hmm. it, that would be like an easy thing to just go get like a, a quick intro to Brene Brown um, to go watch that on Netflix. But anyway, this book, this Braving the Wilderness, basically just kind of talks about like community and, you know, trying to pretend to be somebody you're not to fit into like whatever community is around you and just really how to lean into like being yourself. Um, And it talks a lot about like, like getting to a place where like you like yourself enough to be comfortable in your own skin and just be like who you really are and things like that. And so I really liked that book a lot, but she's got so many and I think she's fantastic. Um, There was also... I need to go. You know what? I'm just going to post them on the Instagram because I have so many that are sitting in my rec room. I actually have a whole box of books and I'm going to go pull out some of my favorites and I'll post them for you guys because I know I have some and I'm just not like I can't think of them off the top of my head, like the names and authors of them. But I will definitely post that because maybe I need to get back into my self-help era. I don't know. Honestly, maybe I need to redo because um, I did it when it first came out was The Purpose Driven Life. I don't know if you need to reread that one. Really? I don't know. I got, I think you need to, I think it's like, that's an old book. Like maybe find something a little more like modern. <laughs> I think you need to try, you should try Brene Brown. I think you'd really like her. They're about to do um, a big HBO series on her actually. But I read this book um, that I loved. This one might be it. And I think it's called Influence, but there's a lot of that out there. So don't just Google that. I'll find the exact one I'm thinking of. But it was so fascinating just to read about. It's like a whole book just based on like, being aware of all the things that influence us on a daily basis that you don't even think about. And it is fascinating to read this and just think about small things. Like I I remember in one of the chapters, they talked about something as simple as like when you're car shopping, you know, and whatever car you start, you're seeing on the street all the time, like you naturally gravitate towards. It's like just little things like that that you don't even think of. And honestly, it makes a lot of sense. Everyone in my damn neighborhood drives a Jeep Wrangler. And guess what I got? A Jeep Wrangler. Like, it's just so interesting. I'm serious. Absolutely. Like, it really is fascinating. So I'm going to get that too, because that one's like, that's like a kind of an angle not any everybody would think of as like a self-help t- book or topic. But it really is like, it's important to be aware of what's influencing you because I think we're influenced by a lot of things and don't realize it. And it's important to not be influenced by not good things, you know? So I'll totally. post that one too because I remember being fascinated by that. Hmm. You're hilarious. Are you coming down <laughs> from your high? <laughs> I think so. You are it freaking seems, me. It seems that way, right? <laughs> You're freaking me. Uh, well, we can fix we got that. It. We got we're, it. Tizzle does. That. Tizzle needs some self help. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think you do. Uh, you're scaring me. <laughs> like what? You're just freaking me. Me too. Let's see if Tiz has any baked goods this week. I think I do. Maybe a pet gate. Boring. 
Um, <laughs> lin- linen feel disposable guest towels, cloth like oh, white yeah. paper hand napkins. Those are a mess at my house at all times. I you are so crazy. My biggest pet peeve: I a hand towel in a bathroom just pisses me off. Because why? You wash uh, them. Yeah, but think if you're having a party and eight eighty people wash their hands, like wipe their hands on that damn nasty towel. You okay, should have disposable. That, but... Ew. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to save the planet. I don't even buy paper towels. Honestly, I'm so because, weird about germs now. Like, I just do not want to use a towel after somebody else has used it. You're so crazy. Yeah. I care about our forests. Well, I do think these are eco-friendly. Ugh, they say that, but, like, I'm not sure they really are. What is this, uh, oh, TV wire hider? What wires are you hiding? Oh, my gosh. So I hung a TV outside. And because I didn't know if I didn't want to keep it there forever, I didn't want to have a plug put in in like the middle of the outdoor wall because it's stucco. Mm-hmm. But there happened to be an outlet. So, you know, I have the TV and then the wire went to the outlet. My walls on my outdoor house, on my exterior of the exterior of my house are white. So I got that and put it on myself. It is genius. It was it easy to do. Fr- it was so easy to do. And where it just looked a little sloppy, like you mm-hmm. don't even notice it now. It looks so good. I cannot believe it. I want to do that everywhere in my house. But that nice. one in particular was just so easy and stuck on so well. Like I could not recommend it more. Wow. Love that. Mm-hmm. What else did I get? Boring stuff, hairspray, Malibu, which we've talked about before, the Malibu hair stuff, some weird toothbrushes that I think you've the also only toothbrush you before. should ever use, ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll stick with my um, water pick combo toothbrush. Thanks. Oh boy, <laughs> I hate those. It, it flosses my teeth as I brush. I'm all about efficiency. <sighs> yeah, I just don't like it. If you use the toothbrushes that I'm going to put up on the on bake goods, like you just don't understand how good it cleans your teeth. Do you it's floss? It's crazy. No. You don't, do you? I didn't think I so. should. But I swear to God, this toothbrush, honestly, every time I go to the dentist, they tell me how amazingly clean my teeth are. Is that because they're all fake? <laughs> No, but seriously, <laughs> honestly, this toothbrush, if you use it, it will change your life. So she says. It's amazing. So she says. Um, okay, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, okay. See you later, I guess. You're so nuts. I know. All right, well, stoners, I love you. Um, I enjoyed this episode. I feel like I just need to go have a good cry and then I'll be over my emotions. Could you go put a sad movie on and just like ball it out? Uh, that honestly could send me over the edge. If I watch <laughs> Bridges of Madison County right now, it would not be okay. That's your cry movie? <laughs> honestly, at the end of that movie, it affects me every time so bad. Like I'm an emotional wreck for like three weeks. Wow. I'm not kidding. I just, it's so emotional. Like, it is so good. Well, Meryl go Streep and Clint Eastwood, it is just, it's everything. She is beautiful. I've never, I've never seen it. Ugh. 
I know, and Brandy won't take me to all the bridges in Madison County either. Take yourself. What did we just I, talk about? I guarantee you Dawn will take me. But you could take yourself, you know. I know, but that would be cute if me and him went to see all the bridges in Can Madison County. Can we just County. circle back to the beginning of the conver- uh, episode's conversation of, like, you're giving power to too much by letting other people you're determine what you're doing? alone? There. A lot of people travel alone and find it very rewarding. And all I'm saying is, if you die without seeing that bridge, it's because you didn't take yourself, not because somebody else didn't take you, because you could have seen it. But I have travel anxiety. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't if you traveled alone and like overcame the fear. You just That's remember true. you used to have living you used to have living alone anxiety until COVID, and then you had to live alone and you overcame it. Why can't you look at travel the same way you do that? Is like you were terrified of that and you overcame it and you actually learned to really like it. It might be the same for traveling. No, that would make me sad. How do you know you've never done it? (laughs) That sounds awful. How do you know you've never done it? Because I would be so bored. No, because you would get to go do all the things that you want to do. Whereas when you travel with us... You get mad because you don't want to do the activities we're all doing. So you, if you were by yourself, you wouldn't have to deal with any of our dumb activities. You could go do what you want to do. Yeah, but I'd rather you go do your dumb activities. I go to the bridge and no. then we meet back at the hotel. Yeah. That's silly. No. No. Well, we're going to so figure this nuts. out. <laughs> Take yourself to the bridge, I'm telling you. No. Okay, guys, I'm don't be like alone. Tish. Don't I, be I like Tish. Alone. Take yourself to the bridge. Of whatever, I mean, this is a metaphor here. Whatever it is you're waiting for someone to take you to do, take your damn self because you have the power to get yourself to the places you want to go. Don't give other people that power because people suck and everyone disappoints you and you can give yourself all the things that you want. The end. Love you, stoners. <laughs> oh my God. Bye, stoners. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's the other thing I love is uh, like talking to people about relationships. And mm. I feel like I'd be a good, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? A good what? I, I, I don't know. I'm a great advice giver. Uh, I am. I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> Let's leave that to the professionals. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.